the podcast that flips the health and wellness industry upside down so you can be your healthiest inside and out. I'm your host, Dr. Neil Smoller, holistic pharmacist and supplement strategist. I'm joined by Mark DeSico of RTD Fitness. Mark, what's going on, man? What's happening, Neil? It's holiday week, dude. Holiday! This is the holiday extravaganza, man. Holiday. Right. Mm -hmm. So, like, this episode is dead set in the middle of Hanukkah, which is awesome. Christmas is happening soon. And we're wrapping up the year, man. It's almost over, so it's time to celebrate. Okay. And so, it's holiday week. You know, most people are taking it easy, so we're going to take it easy with the content, too. It's awesome for us. We're having a great time. (laughs) This is awesome. We lucked out. We started this podcast in September, right? And so, we have lots of filler episodes (laughs) with Thanksgiving and Christmas and all of this. So it's awesome. So we're definitely taking it easy. uh, Almost as easy as as Mark takes it all the time, right? (laughs) Well, I feel like that's an over-exaggeration of what I bring to the table. I feel like I bring a lot of, uh, we've talked about my jazz. I bring bring the jazz flavor here, Neil. You're just a big old nerd and you bring the nerd crap and I got to make it fun here. Otherwise, it's just you talking nerd nonsense. Nobody wants to hear it. We actually, (laughs) I did a study and took a study and I did did, 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 it. Screw off, Neil. (laughs) We have uh, a new type of content that we're creating for my website called nerding out with neil Uh, (laughs) because there are so many episodes or like articles i should say that get too technical so we're just going nerding out so people know to like just tune those out if they don't want to get technical just don't read that nonsense right just come (laughs) listen to the podcast we dumb it down here for (laughs) you so visit wellnessupsidedown.com for all things podcast related and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app visit us on youtube increase the views on my videos and stop watching Mm. mark's videos because it hurts my ego Give us five-star reviews as often as you can each and every episode because I think that we're worth the views and the hears, you know? So today's show is the holiday extravaganza. We're going to provide little to nothing of value (laughs) to you. From a wellness standpoint, at least, I'm going to talk about Christmas movies. (laughs) But no, I do want to talk about celebrating safely. It's actually funny because I was on Spectrum News today talking about this very topic, and so I wanted to kind of bring some of those things uh, to the table here. And then Mark, you wanted to talk about connections or something. I don't know what the hell Mark was saying. So he's got some, we're not, don't, don't do what you do, which is to give away I'm the ending. Gonna, I'm not, I was, Jesus. I was not going to say exactly what I'm going to say in 20 minutes, Neil. That's, <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Why would I do I'm such gonna, a thing? I'm going to cut you off. So Mark, what are your top three Christmas movies? Top three Christmas movies. This is a big, important yep. conversation so, that we're this having. This is really important. So, um, um, I, Muppet Christmas Carol is, okay. we've talked about that, just an incredible movie beyond what it needed to be. Yep. Just too too good a movie. Yep. Um, best I, Muppet movie, best Christmas movie. Best Muppet movie, movie best Christmas We're movie. We're on the it's same page. The, it's got all the things. That's Muppet, number one Muppet's Most Wanted is also very, there's a lot of good Muppet movies. There's, great, there's yeah. a lot of great Muppet movies. Let's be right. clear about that. Right. Um, and entertainment's an important, we can tie this in sort of because it, it's about like, we need to have these breaks. We need to be able to separate from reality in safe and fun ways and, right. and, and yeah. join together. Yeah. So it's a nice way for me to we're, buy with my family, right? Right. Is yeah. We're making this valuable for you because yeah. I do believe that we, we should probably cover this in another episode, but rest and such are a very important part of a, a, a balanced breakfast. So yeah, you're going to want to spend some time resting and, and being okay with that. That's something that yours truly has a horrible time with. And so being being okay with doing nothing is something that I have to learn. And so we should definitely have an episode in 2023 about that, Marky. It makes sense. And the thing too is like you have like statistics about how much time you spend on Reddit. And so my phone did a similar thing with me on my internet work. And it's yeah. like, God, we got to clean that up, Neil. Yeah. We got we got to we got to spend like some real time on getting our phones down. But but uh, mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. so Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet Christmas Carol. I'm going to go with uh, Bill Murray 
all-time classic Scrooge. Yeah? Wow, just, that's number two for me. It has to be yeah. because it's so strong. And, and you have a thing for Charles Dickens, clearly. Who doesn't love a good Dickens? And so I'm for it. Um, I am into the Dickens. And so I really feel like that movie, it gets a lot of press and people talk about it. So it's not an, an underrated movie. It's certainly people spend a lot of time on it. Yeah. But it can get forgotten in the shuffle, right? It's it, it's, it's, it's very easy to look over. I looked yeah. it over for the first like nine years of my kids' lives. Terrible. When we were piling in all the Christmas movies. Right. It's a good one. It's just a, an absolute classic. It's, it's hilarious. It's just, it's got so many good jokes. You got Bobcat Goldweight. I mean, it's it's got <laughs> all the things that you would want in a movie. So um, I got to meet Buster Poindexter when I was a 19-year-old DJ in Woodstock because he had actually had a house here. And he came to a wedding that I was doing. And they're like, yeah, that guy was in movies. And like I, in the 90s, I didn't watch 80s movies because that would be lame if I watched 80s movies. But now I'm like, I want to watch all the 80s movies. Those were great. And and so I got to meet him, but I didn't really kind of connect the, the two until I started watching Scrooge regularly. And Scrooge is actually on like a super uh, playlist for me. Like I watched that probably six times during the holiday season. So we've already watched it quite a bit in my house. It's it's so good. That end speech for me, like gets me every single time because that's the thing for me about Christmas is and, and that's why the Muppets shine so bright for me is because there's a whole song about making this magic last the whole year and the magic of all of this stuff is really about giving it's the spirit of giving and the spirit of uh you know reaching outside of yourself and trying to make somebody else's life a little bit better right and so that end speech when he's emotional and he's like he's tearing up and he's he's really selling it you know uh that that always to me is like a it's a big it's a big hit you know it's just a, it's it's a it's a new take on an old classic yeah. and it's just super solid just such a fun <laughs> it's a fun movie it's, fun. it's, it's you know it's silly. just a, it's silly it's got all the stuff mm -hmm. that i like in movies and so my wife's not a big comedy person which is what? You know, well <laughs> and so what? she doesn't like she's comedy movies funny or she, she, well, no she's hilarious the thing is she hates she hates comedy movies because there's peril and she doesn't do oh, well with peril I got so it. she hates that people get themselves in these situations because she's like they're being naughty or they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing she's a rule follower got and it. so yeah. she hates comedies and i'm always like like i made her watch tommy boy as like part Dude. of our marriage like it had yeah, to be like, a thing and she was like i don't like this kind of comedy and i was like we can't be married and <laughs> and that's not as far yeah. as i took it but like uh, it was it was a prerequisite like we didn't we didn't have a prenup but a prerequisite for marriage was I'm not going to marry you unless you've watched Tommy Boy. Like this yeah. has this has to happen. And then I'm looking at her watching it, and she's just like, mm -hmm. "No." And I'm like, oh, no, "That's not legal." God, just punch me in the face. I know. Um, just you a knew shot you to the gut. You couldn't have anybody else attracted to you. So like, this you were is like, it. This, this is, is all. This is, yeah, I'm gonna have to marry her because she's you know even mm -hmm. though she hates my movies, she she's gonna <laughs> at least put up with me. And so, no, I, you know, it's that kind of thing where mm -hmm. like she just doesn't like comedy, so it's hard wow, to get her that's excited really about it. I, it's, it's a neat it's a neat approach because it's like. Th those are my favorite kinds of movies. And so <laughs> it's a very, it's a big disconnect for us, but she is hilarious. And so um, shout out to my wife for just having to live with me and put up with me on a regular basis um, sure. and tolerate this podcasting ness that we do. Um, <laughs> she's, she's so good to me. And so, um, so, so those are my Muppet two. Christmas Muppet Carol, Christmas Carol, Scrooge. Scrooge. Those are pretty obvious ones. I'm going to go with one that you've probably never seen and is obscure, and it's going to send people f for a, a loop here. Human right? centipede. Mm, although, <laughs> although about the spirit of giving. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly what I was going to say. Um, right. The third one I'm going to say is Auntie Mame, which my wife turned what? me on to. It's an old-timey 1950s Auntie Mame. Auntie Mame. 
And so it is centered around the holiday season. It's centered around Christmas. Like auntie, um, like auntie, like auntie. Yep, uh, auntie Mame. And so auntie it's a Mame. it's it's about I'm looking a it up New right York now, City. folks. Yeah, New York City family. And so it's it's set in New York City in the fifties. It's a beautifully done movie. It's got really? all the spirit of Christmas stuff attached to it. It's a beautiful flick. If you've never seen it, it's got good wow. comedy, a little bit of good comedy in it. But it's a it's an absolute classic. And I had no familiarity with it whatsoever. My wife said watch this movie with me. You're going to really like it. And I was like, this yeah. sounds stupid. The name sounds dumb. I'm not into it. We watched it. And I was like, you know, this is a really good movie. And we kind of made it like a thing that we talk about, you know, watching every year. And we don't, but we should because yeah. it's, it's it's a very good family movie. So if you're looking for a good family movie, wow, that's, that's out of left field. Wow. Yeah. I'm you wouldn't have seen that one. Yep. You know, because the, uh, in my marriage, White Christmas was the one. Like sure. I had never watched that movie. And I was like, that was the anti-Neil movie. Those yes. kinds of sappy yes. old school things. For sure. And I uh, I get near tears every time I watch that movie. It is such a strong, strong movie. I love that movie. And so like, and the kids are now are checked out on it. They watched it once. But, you know, and my wife always loves singing along with the sister's song and all of that stuff because she has a really tight relationship with her sister. So it's really, really cute to kind of watch that whole thing. But yeah, that's really cool. I didn't think, uh, I, I, I learned something new, folks. That's this what we're is, here to do. We're here is, to expose you to new stuff. I'm going I'm to tell you what my number three is since we agree on one and two okay it's elf it's you know i did i was going i mean I, it it's so good it's it's, it's just so good it's, it's they you know what it is i know about elf what i made the realization last night when we watched it they nail that third act yeah that third act yep. when it becomes it goes from being the silly comedy like over the top yep. to this insanely heartwarming movie and i am such a sap again when it comes to these things i've watched it a hundred times i get teary every time i can't even look at anybody in the room um you know it's like you're watching this movie about this stupid elf doing all this dumb stuff that you like it's kind of like corny jokes you know what i'm saying like the situation he gets himself into but then all of a sudden you're like wait will ferrell's gonna be like as important to the story of christmas as rudolph like what like he's saving christmas it's gonna be him it's rudolph and will ferrell like that's awesome and then, you know, the other thing is, so we're uh, 100 miles north of New York City, right? And so I spend way too much time in New York City. We go there once a month at least, and we just kind of do the street walking stuff. Not street walking. That's You're a, a street walker. Thing. No, that's uh, fine. Yeah, so we walk the streets in New York yeah. City. And so, like, to, you know, that was totally one of those, like, love letters to New York City type movies. Definitely. And Anti-Mame, similar. The same idea, oh, that's actually. that's cool. That's yeah, exciting. It's, it's cool to see New York City, like, you know, Miracle on 34th Street should get a shout out here because of what an incredible movie. That's another love letter to New York City, right? right. Like, it feels mm -hmm. so important that the city is a character in the movie in the mm -hmm. same way in Elf, right? It, yeah. it feels like it's part of the movie. It, you can't separate it out. You know, it's, and Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> it happens at Christmas. These yeah. are Christmas movies. Yes. And so they're about Christmas. And, mm -hmm. and, the, and I love Elf from the perspective that, the the soul of that character is so pure yeah. and sweet. Mm -hmm. And and even when he's being super ridiculous. Like with Dinklage, right? All of it. And it's just like, he, it's like he's there in, in the purest way possible. And that's what all of us kind of like, that's what the season's really about totally. is getting connected to that, like the magic of this season. And, and my, my, you know, my daughter's, um, you know, uh, around the age where she understands sort of how Christmas works. Mm -hmm. And she really holds on to the spirit of Christmas. And yeah. we really we really hammered that point home that that you know it's not about a, a Santa Claus it's not mm -hmm. about you know presents 
it's this idea that we can be together and that we can we can care about each other in our community. And and that's what this podcast is about, is about caring for each other in your community and, right. and, and supporting you all on, on whatever journey you're on here. And so it feels like that's they just get it right. You're, you're absolutely it. right. And like the New York City thing, right? It's like it, it is really a magical place, that city. Yeah. If you can get over the weed smell, that's now everywhere. Sure. And the honking, it's so awesome. The other thing I noticed when I was driving through New York City or walking through New York City the other day was like, there was a time in New York's history between boomboxes and Bluetooth speakers when it was a lot quieter, <laughs> right? So you got the 80s with all the boomboxes and everybody was rocking them in the streets. And now you have these effing Bluetooth speakers that are on all the stupid bikes that, yep. you know, the like, little chariots that ride around. And then people are putting them in their backpacks and they're just blasting their garbage music, driving up the street, uh, walking up the street. And it is so obnoxious. I'll and tell you, though, I have twice ridden in those chariots and they're <laughs> they're a zillion dollars, but they're worth every penny. It's it's such a cool way to drive through the city. It's a great way to this guy's farts. Well, he's farting on you. And, and it was it was like 80 bucks when we, when we went like a couple dollars. We yeah. went like a couple blocks and it was like 80 bucks. And yeah. I was like, that is actual on the highway robbery you're yeah. robbing me on an actual street but i gotta say man it's a cool way to get around town and so it, you know it, it, the city is a special place it smells like pee and weed but <laughs> it is a really uh, it it's just an incredible place and yeah. and and when it and when it's done right and and you're you're seeing it through those lenses like through the christmas season it's absolutely magical yeah and so yeah and so we cool. watch lots of christmas stuff because yeah. we do christmas in our house we, we have we're kind of agnostic as it pertains to the specific holiday stuff we're really more into consumerism than anything you know who isn't <laughs> but but yeah the for us like uh, you know it starts normally a little bit before thanksgiving and it's normally one christmas movie a day at least um all the way through and we watch things multiple times and so we always are trying to add to it so we can get some fresh stuff and so what what do you think about the christmas story christmas did you watch that yet i have not I are, you, are you going to? I think I will. People have said nice things about it. I'm not sure. I I, I don't do well with forced nostalgia. So yeah, so I feel like that's how I feel. I feel like, and then this could just be you know contempt before consideration. So I might I might <laughs> just be coming down on it before I've actually seen it for no good reason, right? Yeah. I'm basing this on nothing. I've not seen it. Mm -hmm. I just I don't want to see an old Ralphie, right? Like I feel like Ralphie yeah. lives in our I mean, heads. He's handsome, but but he lives in our heads as a kid, and yeah. so like there's something about and and Larry David talked about this when when he was asked about a Seinfeld reunion and it's like people don't want to see you old and, yeah. and and so you live in the zeitgeist in the way that you were right so like a friend's reunion seems okay but like they're all Cox, yeah, yeah like they I, yeah. like I don't know like do I want to see like a like a round Joey not really you yeah. know like uh, Joey's like uh, you don't you know like yeah. that I, 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 that right because like he would come in and he would just say the, the cliche stuff yeah. and that's what I'm nervous about with this Christmas story Christmas so I, I I'm I just wanted to get your take on that from a Christmas perspective because again like that movie is the Christmas movie sure right and, absolutely and so like why do we want to just milk that for extra money like that just doesn't and work I and I me. and I don't hate all remakes like I, I don't want to do that like Hollywood doesn't have a new idea or whatever yeah this feels very forced yeah and so I just I'm a little skeptical I, I get to be that way now I got a question for you Neil because well, I got actually one point that I got one more point the Christmas story Christmas is actually the fourth or fifth sequel to Christmas story I don't know if you know that I did not know that yeah they, I, they th did like there was a bunch of books I guess and they did oh. movies about them that went like straight to straight to VHS channel or straight whatever. to VHS yeah. well that was what I was going to ask so that's a great segue so 
this is this is potentially a fiery topic. So I'm I'm going to bring it up, and I'm going to give you my take, and I want to hear your take on it, Neil. Hallmark Christmas movies, okay, are actual junk food garbage, <laughs> and are not good for your brain on any level. Now, I understand that some of you are maniac people with this. There are certain people out there who I know are listening who are going to be like, "Screw you, Mark," and that's fine. I get to I get to have this opinion. I don't watch them. Okay, I believe they're garbage, and I think if you watch them, you're an idiot. So that's my take. I, I'm not trying to offend anybody or make you feel bad, but like you're probably dumb. And that's not. It's not no. about you being dumb. It's I get why people watch it, guys. I'm only kidding. I, I get why you watch it because it makes you feel good. And yeah, it's they're quick. great, whole heartwarming movies. And, and quick, and, 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 the, and the and the girl moves to the small town, and then the guy's there so and he owns a bakery. And it's actually really funny because I'm going to do a shout out Woodstock in this Ooh. episode. I was intending on doing it. To Annie Kruger. Annie Kruger is a local. She's RH. She's probably younger than me. She's one of those sick photogenic people, like insanely photogenic. Like you can't get a bad angle. Like you look at her stuff online. The because uh, what I'm getting at is that she starred in a Hallmark Christmas movie mm. <laughs> called A Taste of Christmas. So please, if you listen to this podcast, watch that movie for Annie. Uh, she was one of our COVID uh, busters. So nice. she she helped out, especially at the beginning, those early days, those big clinics. She was there with us, uh, helping out her community and protecting her family and That's awesome. and so and she so we uh, should watch her hallmark movie and then none of the other ones <laughs> and any other time she's in a hallmark and here movie. and here's and, and i'm going to totally contradict what i just said so <laughs> so that's kind of what i do the other piece of that is if it makes you happy and you feel better doing it don't don't let me or anyone take that away from you so <laughs> of course so i'm i'm telling you i think they're garbage yeah. and they're not for me but if it brings you joy like if you got to put up your tree ten months ahead of time, oh my sister in law puts it up. Whatever, in listen, whatever you got to do, guys. Yeah. We are all going to be dead, and so that is going to be a thing that's going to happen. And I don't want to waste any of my time on this planet worried about how other people feel about me. So if you heard what I said about the Hallmark thing and you got mad, that's fine. But it's just a stupid opinion I have. At the end of the day, I want everybody to do the thing that brings you joy. <laughs> that's important because you're not going to be here forever. And so find the things that make you happy. And if you, you can squeeze the smallest amount of excitement and, and happiness out of a dumbass movie like a Hallmark movie, and that makes you feel good, then Go at it, man. Have had it. <laughs> yeah, we, we're we're no one to judge. Absolutely, we but I will judge. Garbage. I will judge, and I watch garbage. Like I watch terrible stuff all the time. But yeah, if if the older generation that listens to this podcast knew what Aqua Teen Hunger Force was, oh they would never listen to me again. Not one time. And you know right? what the thing is? Like most people, if they knew what pharmacists were like in college, would probably never go to pharmacies either. Not so. a chance. No. So um, let's move on to the next topic. I love talking about things unrelated to wellness, sort of. You know, um, but let's talk about self. Celebrating safely. So in the Turkey Day episode, we had predicted a COVID surge around this time, right? Due to the new variants. Uh, it didn't really pan out. I mean, the new variants are here and COVID's kind of everywhere. But really what's going on is like what they're calling like this tridemic where you have COVID, RSV and flu all circulating at the same time. And I can try them all. And you literally will try them oh, all fun. Uh, because it's been so long since most people have been exposed to these viruses uh, that we're getting sick. So one of the things I want to do is, is to actually debunk this idea that our immune systems are weaker because of the COVID precautions we took. And that's why everybody's getting sick. And that's why the hospitals are filling up right now. And that is not true. It's taking something that's kind of true and then turning into something that's not an exaggerating it. So the concept that because we wore masks, our immune systems are weaker. That's not what happened. Our immune systems, as we 
said, can be suboptimal. They can be weak if you have a disease or you take a medicine that can make your immune system weaker. And then if that happens, you're not going to be exposed to colds. You're going to be exposed to really, really mean things like, uh, you know. Polio. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now there's like some really bad infections that like most of us just kind of flick off that patients with like cancer and HIV have to deal with on a regular basis. So like you get really, really sick if you have a weak immune system. So um, what is happening here is that, you know, the question really I, I asked back is like, well, how do we get sick? Well, we get sick if we get exposed to a version of a virus that we haven't been exposed to before or don't already have protection for, right, from uh, like a vaccine. And so what happened was we had a period of time where the, the viruses were not circulating because we were doing infection control measures as a group. You know, even if we really weren't, we were. There was countries in the Southern Hemisphere where flu starts uh, that were wearing masks 100% of the time, that were locked down 100% of the time. So there was uh, not very much circulation going, right, uh, of, of these viruses and these bacteria. So now you have a population of people that have not been exposed to these things that are now all of a sudden getting exposed to them. And then the second kind of part to that is there is, you know, normally how infections kind of move through a population, it's kind of a rolling thing. It's not kind of all at once, you know, a, a, a new version of a virus hits a crowd of people and some people have natural immunity and some people have already been exposed to something similar enough so it doesn't really move to them. But then it infects somebody and then it kind of moves through the schools kind of slowly one at a time. And because so many of us, so much uh, of the time of the past couple of years, we're doing the right thing. A lot of us haven't been exposed to these versions. And now it's like the, the virus is like going to an American buffet, right? It's like all you can eat and it is going crazy, just kind of gobbling everything up. So, um, so we're experiencing this interesting like fusion of three viruses, not because our immune systems are weak, but because the versions of the viruses and such haven't been seen in a little bit. And, and it's because we wore masks. So so right. it's it's really true. We we at a macro level attacked a virus in a way that we've never done as as a, a society. Yeah. And really in, in modern history, the, the it's unprecedented what we did. The ripple effects of that are this. And yeah. so that's not saying that what we did was wrong or dumb. Yeah. We saved lives. People didn't die from COVID on the front end yeah. because we took these measures. That being said, a bunch of people are going to get sick from viruses because they couldn't circulate. Right. Or because they weren't exposed to them. Yeah. And, and so just, it's all happening at once. We're going to get caught up basically this next season or two, like fall and spring season are going to be a little bit rougher. And we were all expecting this. Like this is something that we kind of knew was going to happen. And once again, people have been exposed to these versions of the viruses and then they start to kind of spread out, then it'll slow down and it won't be newsworthy anymore. It'll still be happening. And that's, you know, the third piece to this is that it's happening all at once and it's happening as a result of the precautions we took. So it's, it's clickable, right? And it's something that people are talking about. One of the biggest things I heard during the pandemic is you never hear about flu anymore. You never hear about pneumonia anymore. And I'm like, well, you don't. I still do. Hmm. I still get the weekly emails talking about how flu is still spreading and, and where it's hitting and all of that. And yeah, we certainly saw that it was a weaker flu, but we knew that it was going around. So it's just that the news, your media source, wasn't talking about that because they were just talking about COVID all the time because everybody was paying attention to it. You know. And what I don't want to hear from folks in the comment section or in life is that we shouldn't have taken the precautions that we took for COVID because it 
it was going to do what these other flus and other flu and 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 uh, you know sicknesses do the the other colds do right. COVID's a cold, so we just got to let it run its course, and we got to get everybody immune by just letting them all catch it. Yeah, that's nonsense science, guys. Yeah. And so I get why you're saying that because based on what Neil just said, that might seem like a logical place for you to take this discussion, but don't. Yeah, just don't. Yeah, I think that there was so many you know bad things, and that kind of gets to this uh, next point. So you know we want you to be safe around the holidays. We want you to gather. I've been a a proponent of living alongside COVID for almost all of the pandemic. I told you to stay home because we had no idea what we were dealing with. Then we learned that masks were very helpful. That was great. We could stop washing our vegetables. And, uh, you know, and then we had the vaccines. And once that happened, I said, okay, now it's game time. We can live alongside this. We just have to know what to do. So we want you to be safe. And there's this really weird dancey thing that we all do because this is COVID, right? It brings a lot to the table with it. So then it changes the whole conversation and the way that we can talk about this. I said I was on uh, actually this radio station where we record our podcast. They had me on and I I thought on the way there, like, how am I going to talk about COVID without getting hate mail? Right. Which is insane because like, you know, let's go back to the Thanksgiving episode. Mark, you said you're done with COVID. Right. And so I would have hoped that, you know, if you weren't feeling right on Thanksgiving, you would have been like, I'm probably going to stay home, right? Because yeah. I've got symptoms. You're, you at least would have kicked it around your head. What's the real risk of what I'm doing here? I know you would have tested. You would have done the right things because you said you were done with COVID. And that was, it was funny and it was true. Right. But you still are going to be responsible. Yeah. Right? And there's ways to be done with COVID from the like, I'm traumatized by COVID aspect. <laughs> yeah. And so we've mm-hmm. all been collectively like fed the hell up. And and, and that's why I... I was saying it the way that I was yeah. because it's okay to be pissed off at COVID and yeah. feel like it robbed us because it did. Right. We lost a lot, not just people. We lost a lot during COVID. That was missed opportunities in my daughter's life, like little things that I notice about her social skills or yeah. her ability to understand things, like little stuff like going to a store and buying stuff. She's like, this is amazing. Because <laughs> like for parts of her life, she couldn't go to a store and buy stuff. And so like a thing that I take for granted of like growing up in the 80s and everybody smoking cigarettes indoors and we're all like doing whatever we don't live in that time right and so and so i can be mad about covid being a non like a, just a terrible thing and still protect myself and my family and the people i care about That's i right. can do both things yeah and so like you know that kind of brings up an important point about the kids because rsv is is really affecting children there are kids that are two years old that didn't get exposed to rsv from birth to first year from first year to second year, right? And they would have gotten exposed, potentially uh, developed some sort of immunity or gotten sick from it, and it would have been much less dramatic. So we have the people that would normally get sick every year, plus the two years of kids that have not gotten exposed to it. That's why it kind of like bubbles up to the top. Um, but I guess the point that I'm trying to make with the the thing about what you were saying is the next thing that, you know, for me, I've missed four out of the last 12 Christmases due to stomach bugs. Because, <laughs> you know, norovirus normally is circulating at this time because that also happens. And so inevitably, one of the smaller kids would get a stomach bug five days before. That means that in five days, everybody's going to have it. So we're going to watch Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. And like, that's what we're going to do for Christmas. And so, you know, I can say to someone, if your kid is throwing up, you should probably not go to Christmas dinner. And people go, yeah, that's pretty reasonable. Right. But we don't do that with 
COVID and we're not going to do it with the flu or RSV. And it's a weird thing to me because, again, at the end of the day, a lot of people are adding baggage to us and have been since the beginning. And I have been trying to say it's an infectious disease. It doesn't care if you're tired of it, you know. And so this is this is a medical thing. This is this is a wellness thing, right? So we've, we were allowing COVID to carry all this extra baggage and we should be able to just kind of talk about it. Right. And we can't. And the reason we can't is, is a systemic failure, not just of the healthcare system, but the political system, because Mm -hmm. the second a elected official got on TV and started talking to us about COVID, we lost Mm -hmm. because the way in which we're supposed to do emergency management is scientists at the front. You got to have a scientist standing in front of you, telling you the science. Mm -hmm. The second an elected official stands in front of you and starts talking to you about the thing that's scientific, you're immediately going, well, that's the D's or the R's. And you're not going to, this is a scientific fact in reality. And so this thing was politicized from the gate. Right. And when we do that, now we're back into our trenches and our two camps and our nonsense. Is this a holiday episode? Yes. I'm ho, 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 brother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But this is we're the going stuff. heavy. But, but this is the stuff, guys. And it's honest, right? This is what happened. And so we got to go back and look at it and go, how are we so screwed up by this? Right. Because we've allowed it to fall into that same set of algorithms that are killing us as a people. And so if I have one wish this holiday season, and Neil has posted about it on his Facebook, he's ranted about about it left and right. We talk about it when we get together in person. This tribalism nonsense, this thinking that I'm different than other people and that they're bad and I'm good or I'm good and they're bad is a wasted effort. We're people and we make mistakes and we got our ideas and most of them are fed to us through an algorithm and not because we're unique thinkers who can think outside the box and put things together on our own. We're being forced an agenda. And if you don't know that or you don't realize Mm -hmm. that, I'm really sorry, but it's true. And so what we want to do is separate out the nonsense and the feelings that you have about COVID, which I, which is why I said like, I'm fed up now. I can't do COVID anymore Mm -hmm. because I'm tired of COVID, man. I'm sick of it. I I, I effing hate COVID, right? We all should hate COVID. It's an infection. It's an infection. And so just like your kid throwing up, if you have the signs or symptoms, you should be having that same thought process. Maybe I shouldn't go to Christmas if my kid is throwing up, if my kid has a scratchy throat, because you, you know, that's it. It doesn't have to mean anything beyond that. Right. And you miss one. Right. And I understand that we miss our friends and our family, but I don't want to hear like, oh, we got together with dinner. Yeah, he had a sore throat, but he didn't think it was a cough or cold, right? So so that I'm just trying to keep it real on that front, right? So, you know. And things aren't preventative if we don't prevent them. That's right. the, the catchphrase for today. <laughs> so there's stuff that you can do to to get together and be safe. So one, listen to our episode about boosting your immune system. Like that was a great episode. Mm-hmm. It puts into place all the wellness practices to ensure that your immune system is not suboptimal. And that's the best that we can do. And then two, get to their freaking vaccines, man, right? So get your boosters, get your flu shots, because that will stop the spread. That's what happens, right? So if you want to opt out of these vaccines, because you're an adult and you decide it's not for you, I'm all for it, right? But don't say it's because you're a holistic or, you know, uh, you can't be holistic and support vaccines. My body's going to take care of it on its own. My body knows how to fight stuff. My body is a wonderland. I'm not okay with it. I'm happy to chat with folks about it. Um, You know, at this point, I think it's been done ad nauseum, but like, 
I, I just think that it's smart to do the things that will actually protect you and protect others, right? And so then there's this idea of the free test, something I talked about on uh, the podcast previously is like, you can get free tests. These, these things used to be 150 bucks for what you get from your insurance right now for zero and take them. And just to remind you that a single test is just a snapshot in time. It's a flash in the pan. You can't really just take a test the day of Thanksgiving and be like, I'm okay. If you have your boosters and if you've surveilled yourself, done a couple tests the week leading up to it, you can tell a better story and kind of have a good idea of what your risks actually are of having COVID. And if you test the next day or the, you know, two days after that's the best that you can possibly do. So what I'm trying to say is like, I just want you to try. I don't want you to go to Christmas dinner and not wash your hands. Right. I don't, I don't want that to happen. You shouldn't be at Hanukkah and like have dirty surfaces that everybody's touching because RSV and like all of this stuff is spread this way. Right. Share and, your dreidel, but wash your hands in between <laughs> the spins. That's right. Wash your Use the alcohol. Yeah. In between spins. And so RSV is the one that I really want people to be uh, aware of because a lot of us are older and um, we might be getting around the grandkids. That's it's a real pain this year because we have a, a generation, not a generation, but a group of kids that haven't been exposed to it yet. Right. And so, you know, if if you're the kids are under a year, you really have to think about is it smart for me to come to a Christmas gathering this year? And in our family, like, to, you know, we're recording this the night before Thanksgiving we have family that, that have opted out of the, and it's a bummer, man. And it stinks, but like, that's smart. They have like a three month old to bring them around my kids that are 12. And we were like, even like, we'll stay home if you want to come at there. Like it's a risk no matter what, mm -hmm. you know? So be responsible, keep your head counts low. If you have those people come to your house and don't have symptomatic people around you. It's so hard to differentiate between all these different diseases right now. So to be safe, to celebrate safely, you know, let's keep it real. These things are infections. Get rid of the baggage and just do the things that we know and, and, and just, you know, be responsible, right? Just be responsible for the sake of everybody else. Right. And you might be thinking, so we made this mistake by putting masks on and keeping kids away from RSV because now it's, it's attacking these kids who are younger and, and COVID really didn't do a lot to harm young children. Mm -hmm. So so you could you could draw a pretty straight line to mm -hmm. say this RSV problem that mm -hmm. we have now is an uptick. We would have RSV problems anyway. It's right. a thing that exists regardless. But we have a bigger issue because we protected ourselves in a macro way from this COVID disease. Now, if you had gotten COVID with these children and then those children gave COVID two-year-old people who are dead, that's <laughs> what we were trying to avoid. Right. So kids can fight off RSV, and they will, but we have to be mindful of it. We want them to not suffer. We want them to be okay, but don't draw that fallacious reasoning into this discussion, because if you do that, Neil and I are going to physically fight. We're going to get upset. Yeah. We just want you to be safe. Just and be so safe. let's bring it back up. You have one last thing you want to say, something about the environment. I don't know what the heck you were saying. Here's so, the thing, Neil. Is this another mushy gratitude? Yes, like, Neil. Yeah. Because, you know, here's the thing, Neil, We're, we, I, I said it earlier, we get this one life here, guys. And so if you're not enjoying the people that are around you and the, and the life that you've built here, regardless of your wellness practice, you're missing the boat. We, we aren't going to be able to, to come out of this thing alive. So spend the time now 
with those savoring skills. We do not savor the moments in the ways that we should. And we look back with nostalgia on things that have already happened and go, wow, that was the, that, those were the best times. It's like Andy Bernard from The Office. Like, I yeah. wish there was a way to know when we were in the re- good times. We're here now, guys. Yeah. If you treat now like the good times and appreciate the moments that we have and the people that are in your lives. Like, I appreciate Neil. I'm grateful for Neil. He's a pain in my butt, and he's always making me do these podcasts, but I'm grateful that we've had this opportunity. And so I could see it as a stressful thing, and I got to be funny all the time I'm on here, and I'm so hilarious, and it's hard to be hilarious all the time. That's not the point. The point is I get to hang out with my buddy Neil and bring you guys some interesting content. And so that's awesome. That's an awesome thing that we get to do. And so I could look at it as a burden. It's a pain in my butt to drive an hour, and it's annoying. Or I could take a perspective that I can actually help some people. There's people listening to this who have shared with me that they've appreciated what we're doing here. That makes it worth it. But even if nobody listened to this thing, I get to hang with my buddy, Neil. I got a wife and kid who love me and care about me. I got a warm home. You had all those girlfriends. I've got all those girlfriends from when I was a kid. The the, the, the thing is, I I just, I don't want us getting stuck on the things that don't work in our lives. And that's why we're really focusing on what are the things you got going? What you, You're so quick to look at your deficits. Where are you doing well? Yeah. What do you have in your life to be thankful for? What do you have that's going right for you? You're going to have 70 things happen in a day that go awesome. The one thing goes wrong and you lose your mind. And we want to break up that thinking. It's what, our, it's what that roommate in our head's doing to us. And so there's an impact on that. And that's what I'm trying to say it's is a, it's let's a, appreciate each other, especially this time of year. Let's not see it as a burden. Let's see it as the joy that it is. It's a great bookend to how we started the holiday episodes where we drew the wellness connection. The holiday season isn't about planning and list making. It's about stress. <laughs> it's about yeah. anxiety. That's what the theme of wellness is. Uh, across this country. And that's insane. (laughs) That is not a a healthy thing. So to have these practices really kind of gets you back to the point to watch a Christmas movie and get teary-eyed and sappy about that, whether it's a Hallmark one or otherwise. That's the goal, folks. We Put want- your phone down, snuggle your loved ones on a couch, get a mm-hmm. giant blanket and some pillows, and watch a holiday movie and laugh and yep. enjoy each other. That's what this life is. And 20 years from now, that's what you're going to be thinking about. Not that we had a podcast, not that Neil told you that COVID was going to kill you and you wore a mask and everybody's got RSV. This is all just topical stuff. Life is these moments, and that's the stuff that we want you to hold on to and really enjoy and appreciate as it's happening. And we're going to go have some moments right now. Mark and I are going to go to a restaurant and hang out with some old friends. We so sure are. That This episode has been fun. Have a great holiday season, everybody. There are so many holidays happening right now. If you, you, know, if you celebrate one or if you celebrate all of them, just do it. Celebrate it. Have fun. Say hi to everybody. Make sure you test. <laughs> and, we, and, we're, and we're grateful for all of you. So the, the yeah. fact that we've made it through this year and this podcast still exists and we're still doing this thing and mm-hmm. you guys are still listening, tuning in, buying the merch, giving us the subscriptions and the likes and the stars and the things. Thank you. We, we, we have not said enough. Thank you all for being a part of this with us. We look forward to where this is headed. We look forward to where we're going to take this thing. And we couldn't do it if you guys weren't here with us. So thank you all. That does it for this week's podcast episode. Visit wellnessupsidedown.com for all things podcast. And remember, being our healthiest starts with being honest about ourselves and the health and wellness industry. And then blazing a new path, marching forward one step at a time. I'm Dr. Neil Smoller from Mark DeSico, and we've got your back. Thanks for joining us.